KEXP's Music That Matters podcast is made possible by Merge Records with 2016 releases from Allison Crutchfield, Waxahachie, The Mountain Goats, Destroyer, His Golden Messenger, and many more. Discover every artist, listen to music, and shop at mergerecords.com. You're listening to 90.3 KEXP. We stream all over the world at kexp.org. Exciting weekend here. Not only is the Bumbershoot Music Festival going on, but here in the KEXP live room, we have Connor Oberst. And if you all are ready, take it away. There's a dance hall there where the sick folks go. Like the olden days On the Barbary coast There's a barefoot child She's playing in the rain You can sell your wares Even if they're hot In the great bazaar Or the parking lot Cause it takes a while To know who to blame I might have a taste Cause the first one's free In the checkout girl Got a thing for me And they're both as sweet As the day is long I don't wanna feel stuck, baby. I just wanna get drunk before noon. I don't mind my head When there's room to dream Feel like Paul Gauguin Painting breadfruit trees In some far off place Where I don't belong Try to lose myself In the primitive In Yosemite like John Muir did But his eyes were blue Mine are red and raw In the modern world That's a sight to see It's a stimulant It's pornography It takes all my will now not to turn it off Don't you be sad Baby Take everything back I swear I do Cause once all the friends I had Have used me up and left I bet you hang around 
It's Connor Oberst live here on 90.3 KEXP, streaming all over the world at KEXP.org. My name is Troy Nelson, and it is a pleasure to have all of you. Thank you for taking the time and stopping by the KEXP studios. Thanks, Troy. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And is this your first time to the new KEXP home? It is. It's beautiful. It's a little different, huh? How long have you all been in here? Just a little over a year now. So nice. Yeah. I'm actually finally feeling like we're getting settled in it takes some time because it's a huge change as you know yeah i remember the old spot Mm -hmm. yeah i was i already i sent a bunch of faxes and printed a bunch of stuff out right washed my clothes oh yeah there's a washer and dryer yeah i did i took a shower yep you can shower you can i made an espresso it was awesome (laughs) played played a bunch of xbox yeah we've got that in the green room as well you can practically live in there it's like a little apartment yeah and if you guys want to, you can move in. If you want. I mean, the rent is cheap. <laughs> we might we might stay. I like this. I wouldn't mind sleeping in this room with these lights. Yeah. You can actually, our old live room just had, it was so small, as you remember, and it, after a while it would get stuffy. But here you can actually, like, breathe. You can move around. So. Yeah, this is legit. Awesome. So a lot of these songs, or all these songs, on the uh, latest album, Salutations, which Salutations is sort of a, a reworking of some of the songs from your previous record, Ruminations. Is that correct? That is. So did the songs start out as they, they were on Ruminations, very minimal, kind of just you and a piano, and then you added the instrumentation like this to them? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, just all, they were all written, just either piano or guitar, and recorded Ruminations as basically the demos to give to these guys are in a band called the Felice Brothers and they, they recorded on the record with me so to give to them and uh, this guy Jim Keltner who's a great amazing drummer who co-produced the record with me salutations but I, I made the original recordings just to sh- share with them and then um, uh, none such the label I'm on kind of convinced me to put out the basically the demos first so that's that. Well, there was something very intimate about it, and um, it's they're both wonderful records. So Thanks, I mean, you just keep pumping them out. Very prolific, as you as you know, uh, because it's you. Uh, but also, I mean, you were like 23, and you already had a box set of of all of your albums. And uh, it would, being a young kid from from the Midwest, I'm I grew up only hours away from you. You and I are around the same age, and I only grew up a few hours away from you in Mitchell, South Dakota. Oh wow! Yeah. And my family is in Omaha and in no Fremont, Nebraska. Cool. And so I went to Nebraska two or three times a year my my whole life. And I was also a musician, uh, you know, in my basement learning guitar, listening to heavy metal, trying to learn Metallica songs when I was 15, 16, or whatever. And it and I thought about how impossible it seemed to make music coming from where I came from in, in the middle of practically nowhere. And you just, you just did it. Did you think about the outside world when you were a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid making records? Did you think about getting out of Nebraska or were you just literally doing your thing and, and whatever happens, happens? Yeah, I mean, we were lucky because there was, it was small, but there was a music scene in town and some, you know, kind of older bands to look up to and go see play. So... There was, but yeah, it was definitely not, there was no concept of like, um, I mean, I think we ended up starting, my friends and I starting our record label because it was like, there's no such thing as like getting signed or <laughs> anything like that, you know? So it's just, yeah, we just, you basically just make the, at first it was like cassettes and then like seven inches, eventually records, but like, you know, make it and sell it at the local, there was like one cool local record store mm-hmm. and the shows and then... Yeah, I don't know. Everything kind of just went from there and ended up, um, you know, everything kind of started small. Like, oh, you know, meet some friends and like you can play a show in Chicago or something or 
Lawrence, Kansas, or, you know. Was, was there one thing that had happened that really kind of like, whoa, we could actually do this? Was there one instance? Was there something that was written about you? Was there a show or anything that really kind of made you feel like, wow, we're really getting this out there? <laughs> Not really. I mean, it was all extremely uh, gradual um, thing. I mean, I had, like, my band in high school, like, we signed with a label, but it was like a, this label Grass Records out of New York. And like this is when I was like 15 and mm-hmm. went and played like South by Southwest and like did a couple of tours. But even then it didn't, I don't know, the whole time I kind of expected it to fall apart and, you know, not really be a viable occupation. Right. But, um, I guess it just kind of kept going. Yeah. Well, your brother was pretty instrumental too in, in getting your music out there, right? Yeah. Both my brothers, my oldest brother played like taught me how to play guitar and played in bands and stuff like that. And then my middle brother and I and another friend of ours kind of started the label that became Saddle Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the first label too, because I, I was one of those kids that thought, well, you have to send your demos out there and get signed. Mm-hmm. And I would make these little demos and I would send them to any label that I thought was close by. And I remember sending one to Lumberjack Records. Oh, wow. And I actually got a letter back. Nice. Yes. And it was like, well, we're kind of just doing our own records right now. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, I still have it. I wish that I could have brought it. It's at my parents' place in South Dakota, but it was a handwritten letter. I don't know if it was that from was, your brother or whoever it yeah. might have been, but... I, I have it, you know, Lumberjack Records. That's and, so cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but thank you once again, Connor, for stopping yeah. by. Very nice to, to finally meet you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice meeting you. Yes. And so a couple more. I know that I and the listeners would love to hear it. Yeah, I'm going to grab this capo. Yep. yep, grabbing a capo and going to launch into a couple more songs here. Connor Oberst live here on 90.3 KEXP Seattle. you got it you don't have to flaunt it with an endless stream of famous men pretty as a portrait look like Mamor Borthwick on that shining brow of Talia someone might try and Burn it down So you'll have to put The fire out It's a fortune spin But that's irrelevant To build something That's sacred to the end Cost $20 to visit falling water. It's a perfect house where no one lives. Maybe someone once did, but they got evicted by a busload full of greedy tools. 
And it would take a time machine To fulfill all of my fantasies In a hidden dream Well, that can be embarrassing And the only thing that's sacred till the end Every time I tempt fate, there's a major earthquake. Heard the people screaming as the ceiling fell. Every building damaged, only one left standing. It was Frank Lloyd Wright's Imperial Hotel. Run my nation. In my mind, winding like the ramp at the Guggenheim. No, I'm not there yet, but I'm feeling confident to build something that's sacred till the end. You're listening to Connor Oberst live here on 90.3 KEXP, Seattle. All right. <clears throat> well, rise and shine, get out of bed, get ready for the day. Get a coffee from the deli, walk the riverbank. Be careful with your headphones on when you cross the FDR. You don't want to be a casualty before you make it to the bar And hide your shakes, your worried face, just sit down in the back All your friends got here ahead of you, and night is falling fast Oh, you don't want to say it, so we're thinking it out loud Some things we lost are never to be found if you're gonna talk like that At least buy another round We can keep drinking Till St. Infna kicks us out This world is made of blinking lights They are changing all the time But depending who you're talking to it's likely to be fine I watched you go from bad to worse and the blues is here to stay oh sometimes it's the simple things that can make it all okay 
you don't have to lie Say you're alright We're just happy that you're here But if you'd yell and tell Me to go to hell Well at least it sounds sincere Oh, you know it's all A spectacle When you go to take a bow Well you always did Get nervous in a crowd But if you need some company Well I gladly stick around We can keep drinking till St. Infna kicks us out Let's get enabled Great minds to think alive I never was a good judge of winter Call it a night Oh, you don't want to say so thinking it out loud Some things go south and they never turn around But if you want a confidant I never let you down We can keep drinking till St. Daphne kicks us out we can't keep drinking till St. Jim's got the kicks on side. Connor Oberst live here on 90.3 KEXP Seattle, and that is till St. Dimsa kicks us out. And also before that, Mama Borthwick, uh, both from Salutations, not only a great album, Standing Alone, but also a great companion record to Ruminations as well. I like to listen to uh, both of them. So uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks, Troy. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Connor Oberst playing the uh, Fisher Green stage at the Bumbershoot Music Festival. That is happening tonight and then tomorrow for all of our listeners in Portland playing the Oregon Zoo Amphitheater. And a wonderful, wonderful set. So thank you so much. Thanks a lot. All right. That was Connor Oberst live here on 90.3 KEXP Seattle. KEXP's Music That Matters podcast is made possible by Merge Records, presenting Vessel of Love, the new album from Holly Cook, out January 26th. Album details and more at mergerecords.com.